Um, no, it looks like he's a no-show. The, uh, <laughs> I know. Man's walking along the street, sees a sign in the store, the window. Can't believe what he sees. Gets a little closer, reads it again. Yes, it's what he thought, but he can't believe it. What does it say? It says, My name is Finkin. What do you think? I do cuffs for free. Hey, that's great. I don't believe it. Goes into the store. There's the man sitting there, big fat guy, jolly, happy, looks at him and says, my name is Fink, and what do you think? I do cuffs for free. Great. Don't believe it. Runs to his house, just bought a new uh, wardrobe, takes out his 10 pairs of 10 suits, runs back to the... uh, to the store, gives it to Mr. Fink, and he says, I'll be back tomorrow. Have them ready for me. Thank you. Comes back tomorrow. Mr. Fink gives him the pants. Everything is nice and fine and great. And then he hands him the bill. He says, wait a second now. You have a sign. You have a sign and you told me yourself. He said, did you read that sign? He said, yes. Well, he said, read it again. My name is Fink. And what do you think? I do pants for free. She's not even laughing. The, The point is that in language, in language there are many nuances be it the tone of voice, the punctuation, that we learn from. And also, when we want to form a personality profile of Yishmael, we have to look to the language and the words of the Torah. And we're not going to go through tonight the codes and the hints. We're going to stick to the words in the Torah. We're going to stick to the words of the Tenoyim, the words of the Zohar. The words hundreds, thousand years ago, how they describe Yishmael. I don't know what chance you have to uh, to see what's going on. Many times I sneak down, sneak down a little early to see the the news, and over and over again, day after day after day, the same pictures, different places, but the same pictures. Men with automatic weapons 
that were given given by our country, by Israel, to them. Now used to shoot behind the protection of little kids who are throwing stones and throwing Malkdav cocktails. What nation would ever use children to hide behind, would have the audacity to use little children to hide behind? Or as they did this morning, I heard, they, to destroy, a, to put a bomb in a school bus. Let's begin with the words of Bilaam, the prophet, the Navi for the Goyim. Bilaam says, V'yomer, oy mi, yichem ismo kel. The lushen of woe, the lushen of pain, of sorrow, oy, a shriek, oy, to live when, a, when Hashem will do this. And the Sophorno says that this refers to achris hayomim, to the end of days. And Bilaam, in his prophecy, had a glimpse of what would happen in those end of days. And his shriek of oy, Terrible to live in the end of days. And the Mishnayis, the uh, Pirkei, or rather the Pirkei de Rebeleza, comments. Omer Bilam, Shavim Lashana Shabura Akodesh Borko Balomo. Hashem created 70 nations in the world. He did not place his name in the name of any of the nations other than Yisroel and Yishmael. These are the words of the Tana. The Shemo of HaKadosh Baruch Hu placed in the name of Am Yisrael and Yishmael. And since, the Tana goes on to say, he equates the name of Yisrael with the name of Yishmael, since he places his name in both of their names, therefore, oi, that cry of Bilaam was, oi, how terrible, the, the end of days, when Yishmael, the name of Hashem Yishmael, will bring tsoras, will bring pain to Am Yisrael. Those are the words of the Tana. And then the Tana asks, why is he called Yishmael? What kind of a question is that? Didn't Rebeleza learn Lech Lecho? Doesn't it say there why he was called Yishmael? Do you remember the story? She flees, Hagar flees. She became pregnant. 
she took the liberty to put down her mistress. She became pregnant, see? It's not your husband, it's your fault. And Sarah gets upset with her and she flees. And the angel finds her and pleads with her, go back to your mistress. And then he tells her, you will have a son and you will call him Yishmael. Kishoma Hashem El Anoyak. Hashem has heard your sigh, your pain, your cries. So what is the Tana asking? Why is his name Yishmael? It says in the Torah. She called him because the Malak told her that Hashem heard her cries. But you see, Hashem heard her cries. That's in the past tense. Yishmael, Hashem will hear. That's in the future. So Rabbi says there's another hint, there's another remise. The Pasuk signifies. On one level, Hashem heard your cries, Hagar. But on another level, you, Yishmael, will be the cause that Hashem will hear the cries of Am Yisrael. You will be the cause. You will inflict the pain. And Hashem will hear and will respond. This is the Tana, the baby Lezer. And he says, in the end of days, in the end of days, Yishmael will cause the cries of Am Yisrael that will eventually bring Geula and redemption. But the fact that we equate the name, that the name of Hashem is in Yishmael as it is in Am Yisrael, what does that mean? Is it a coincidence that there are two nations, two religions, Nations is more accurate, but there are two religions in the world who serve monotheism and one God. Is that a coincidence? Both have the name of Hashem with them. Islam from Yishmael and Am Yisrael. For Christianity, it's Trinity. It's Shudfis. It's not pure monotheism. So Yishmael has the schus, the merits of monotheism. But we have to understand, in history, there are four nations, four kingdoms that are known as the four kingdoms, the four machos, the four nations. Bavel, Babylon, and Persia, Greece, and Rome. And these nations in their time were superpowers. 
the subjugated Am Yisrael. Sent us to the diaspora. It would seem that in history, there's four nations. Yishmael is not reckoned. But the morale explains. There are really five nations, and Yishmael is to be reckoned. But they're not considered amongst the four for a very specific reason. They are different. The four nations, the nations of Rome, Esau, the nations of Greece, they have no cheshivas, no identity by themselves. Their importance, their values, is because they were used as a pawn in the chess game of history to influence and to punish Am Yisrael. They go up, we go down. They have no intrinsic value in themselves. Yishmael is different, the morale explains. Yishmael has an intrinsic value other than what and how it interacts with Klai Yisrael. They serve one God. They have the merits of Mila, of Bris Mila, of circumcision. They have an intrinsic value of themselves and therefore that is why they're not included within the four nations. What is this monotheism of Islam? What is the nature of Yishmael? It is pointed out that all the nations are symbolized in the Vua, Daniel, by animals. All the nations are called, their leaders are called Alufim, which is indicative of the numbers, Elif, a thousand, the leaders of a thousand. But the leaders of Yishmael are called Nasim, Nasi, a prince, to rise. They have intrinsic value. What is it? What is the personality? They are symbolized as animals. Yishmael is is called in the Torah. He is para Adam. Para Adam. The wild man. And Rav Diskin says that usually the adjective in Hebrew comes after the noun. And when it is before, there's a reason. Don't think that he is an Adam and the adjective, para, he is wild. He is wild. That's his essence. Adam, that's the adjective. But it's more than that. The words pay reish, the letters pay reish, aleph, para. You know, in Lashon Kodesh, every letter has a meaning. 
Shulchan. When we say Shulchan, it's not arbitrary. As Adam named the animals and that reflected their essence, so the words in the Torah describe the nature, the essence. A Shulchan is a Shulchan. A table, you can call a chair, a chair, a table. It's arbitrary. But a Shulchan is a Shulchan and a Kisei is a Kisei. We believe it's not arbitrary. Each letter has a meaning. Pay. Peh. The name of the letter Peh is Peh. Mouth. Mouth. An opening. An opening. The inside is revealed through the mouth. Kabbalah has it that wherever you find the first time a letter is the beginning of a word in the Torah, then it has significance. Pei is found the first time, Penei, Penei Atchum, the face of the depth. Panim, face. Bifnim, inside. The face, more than any part of the body, reflects. When you want to get into the person, you want to, you look at his face. The face, the eyes, the, the mirror of the soul. Panim and Bifnim. Bifnim, the same words, the same letters. So Pe is an opening. Resh is Rosh, a head, a unity. Together, pay resh. Pay resh is a breaking, an opening of a unity, of an integral connection. Pay resh. Go through now the, the words that you know with pay resh, you'll see. Pay resh dalad, lefared. What does it mean? To separate, right? Pay resh dalad, to separate. An opening. Peresh ches. Parach, to blossom. Again, a separation from the mother. Peresh hey, peru verud. To be fruitful, to bear fruit. A separation, an opening. Peresh samik. Parach. A slice, prusa, a slice. Rami, you remember Peresh Ayin? Poreya. Poreya by the Sota. You unbraid. You undo her hair. Peresh Ayin. Peresh Reish. Double, always in, double let always intensifies. Peresh Reish. To crumble. Perurim, crumbs. To crumble. To break up. So Peresh Aleph then is the opening of a unit. The breaking through, the breach in the boundaries. The breach. A wild man is a man who has no boundaries. He has no discipline. But how can one be wild and serve God? God. 
and be monotheistic? You see, if you have boundaries, then you can always understand that, as the Mishnah says, let us make God's will our will. When we make his will what we feel like doing, then we are at peace with ourselves. But when there's a breach in boundaries, when there's no boundaries, when there's no limits, then you can't make his will your will, so you have to make your will his will. How do you make your will his will? Because whatever you do, wherever you walk, whatever you're involved will, that's God's will. And so to destroy the Jews and, and blow them and kill them up, children, that becomes a mission of God. Instead of making his will your will, you make your will his will. But you know, I meant to start off with a disclaimer because when we talk about a nation, we talk about people, and we try to find an understanding, obviously it's very simplistic. And obviously we're talking about millions, billions of people, of individuals, And what we say about understanding the general character of the nation, unfortunately, we can see it in ourselves as well. It's very subtle, actually. The difference is very, very subtle. How many of us, through our life, will do something believing that it's the will of the Almighty, only to understand later on as we look back, It was our own rationalization. It's a very subtle difference. And to what extent is Yishmael para Adam? Para Adam? The Medrash says he was an archer, an accomplished archer. The Torah says he's an accomplished archer. The Medrash says accomplished to what extent? He once spied Yitzchok sitting alone. So he took his bow to kill him. And if it wasn't for the fact that Sora saw and intervened and stopped him and begged Avram, let's get rid of him. Intensity to the extreme, the wildness, the no boundaries. The Zohar says, let's find it. Vayera. Vyomer Avram Eloakim. Avram says to Hashem, Hashem says you're going to have children. Avram says to Hashem, Halavai Lu Yishmael Yich. Halavai Yishmael should live. Lefanecha in front of you. Those words. When Ula heard those words, he sighed and he cried. 
the words of Avram Avinu, Halavai Yishmael should live in front of you. The bracha, the pleading of Hashem, Avram Avinu, what it accomplished and what it And he said in the Medrash, the Medrash goes on, or the Zohar goes on to say, the agent, the Sar shall Yishmael, the agent of Yishmael, for 400 years, bugged Hashem. You do, you're circumcised? Shouldn't there be a part that be close to you, or be a part of you? Hashem says, yes. Then why Yishmael is not like Yitzchok? Why is he a part of you? So the Zohar answers because Yitzchok did Mila Kitikuna, which means there was Mila and Priya, and uh, Yishmael only does Mila. But then the Zohar goes on to say that that answer was not enough because Hashem says he will not be part of the heavenly abode. I will separate, I will further myself, further the, separate the, the, uh, the Islamic people from Dveikas to El Yona. But I will give them a share in the land, in the holy land below. So Yishmael, of their own intrinsic merits, the merits of being monotheistic, the merits of circumcision, are given a share. And the Zohar goes on to say that they will come to the land when it is barren and empty, like their mila, which is empty, their circumcision, which is empty, which is not complete. They will come to the land when it is empty, which was there as Israel in the time of the Ottoman kingdom, empty and barren. And they will prevent Am Yisrael from returning home. Those are the words of the Zohar. In the end of this Parsha, read about the death of Yishmael. And it says the words He will fall upon all of his brothers. And the Balturim says what is the juxtaposition between the last Pasuk in this week's Pasha and the next Pasuk in next week's Pasha Ela told us Yitzchok. The Balturim says because only with the falling of Yishmael will you have the rising of Ben David that told us of Yitzchak, Mashiach. Mashiach is dependent upon the falling of Yishmael. No one would say that we're living in boring times. We're living in very exciting times, very tragic times. But we are seeing that as history unfolds, things which thousands of years ago are Forefathers could not see, could not vision, could not see the the implementation and the actualization of the prophecy of the Nevoah. 
that we have in the Zohar and in the Chumash and the Viyam. Perhaps if we work on understanding that distinction, whether we make the will of Hashem our will or whether we make our will the will of Hashem, understanding that distinction and work towards that and understand the necessity of boundaries. I know you come to the way to party and to party means no boundaries. But eventually, eventually you learn that the true happiness is when there are boundaries. When we learn that for ourselves and when we soon witness with our own eyes the falling of Yishmael and the rising of Mashiach.